Hi, welcome to the voice of one. I am so excited you decided to listen in today. I am going to be talking about the mystery of the opposite. The mystery of the opposite. You know, it's amazing how the things of God, when viewed through the human lens, it's opposite, so opposite, so different from what the natural mind can comprehend. And that is why, you know, when it comes to the things of the spirit, you can only view them through the eyes of faith and not through your human reasoning. You know, no wonder the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1.25 that the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Imagine that. Now, if you go to 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. It's just super, super awesome to know that we have a God that is so full of wisdom. He's not just full of wisdom. He is the only wise God. And his wisdom cannot even be compared with any human. And our wisdom cannot be totally reliant on the natural or the wisdom of man you know and the bible says that i brought to not but we trust in him the things of the spirit are not are not carried out are not viewed by human intellect it has to be with the eyes of faith because many times god will tell you some things and it would not make any sense it will not make human sense if you go to 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8, we see there, I'm going to read it to us, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8. It says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Let, let me just take that from there. Imagine being persecuted. When you're persecuted, it just feels like all hell just broke loose. You're not thinking about anything. Nobody's going to be with you at that time. You're alone, right? But it says not forsaken. It says we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Have you seen somebody in trouble? They are distressed. They are anxious. They are afraid. They have a lot of things going on. But it says yet not distressed. How does that even make sense? It says cast down, but not destroyed. When you cast something on the ground, automatically imagine even stepping on it and just throwing it away trust me it's gone but he says but not destroyed how do you even bring these two things together and then if you go down up to verse 16 of that same chapter 4 it says for which cause we faint not but though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day how is it possible that the outward man perishes and the inward man is being renewed? It doesn't make natural sense. Then you go to verse 17. It says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So we see light affliction, right? And you would expect a total turnaround or something, a different result. But instead of what the human mind will, you know, be expecting, 
we are seeing a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Ha. How, you know, sometimes you have to sit down with some scriptures and just meditate on them. And it will just bring you to that place in awe of God, where you're just in awe of God, of his dealings, of his ways that are past human finding. It's just so, so different, so unique. It just makes you look at God and say, God, you're the only wise God. The foolishness of God cannot even be compared to the wisdom of man. And, and that's why we cannot even rely on the wisdom of man. It says, the Bible also says that for the sufferings of this present time shall not be compared to the glory that, that will be revealed. How is suffering, how, what, what does suffering have to do with glory? What does death have to do with life? If you go to, um, if you go to verse 11 of that same chapter, it says, for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus, Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Verse 12 says, So then death walketh in us, but life in you. Verse 10 says, Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So you see death, and you see life and you're just wondering what has death got to do with life our flesh is dying and we are receiving life how does that even align jesus died on the cross and through his death through his death we, there is salvation there is sanctification there is wisdom there is healing how do you explain these things hmm and it just brings me to the place of many times God will, will give us instructions and those instructions might not look like it they might not even make any human sense you're wondering God why would you say I should, I should do this why would you give me this kind of instruction and this is the place where you do not even rationalize what he's telling you you just step out and do what he says to do in this walk with the Father, it has to be by faith. In this kingdom that we are in, you must be foolish enough to believe. You must be foolish enough to trust. You must be foolish enough to obey his instructions. The world will say, see before you believe, right? But the word of God says, believe, then you would say. John eleven forty, Jesus was saying, have I not told you that if you believe, you shall see the glory of God? Hmm. And then you think about the fact that how, you know, for, for humans, right? Um, I want to see what I want to buy, right? So if I go to a store, I want to see what they have before I pay for it. It's just normal, right? But with God, it doesn't show you. Sometimes it doesn't show you. It just says, take that step of faith. At the end of that road, you don't know what is waiting for you there. The world will say, keep what you have. God will say, give what you have. The world will say, oh, I prefer what I can see 
God is saying, you do not look at the things, the things you can see are not even things you should even hold on to. It says the things which are unseen are eternal. The things which you see are temporal. Why we look not at the things that are seen? The human natural mind, the world would say, see, the one you see is what you believe. But God is saying, believe, then you will see. Oh, the mystery of the opposite. God's A is not usually A. <laughs> Men will want A equals to A, but God is not, doesn't work that way. And, and you know, I just pray for you that you will understand the dealings of God. You will understand the ways of God. You know, sometimes we do some things because we lack understanding. And we will do better if we really gain understanding of the way God works. And the truth is, you might never fully understand the way it works, but there are some, some of the things you can learn just by studying the Word and reading the Bible. God doesn't play by our senses. He doesn't do what makes sense to your human mind. God is the Almighty One. And if there's one thing that I, I have realized, is that you cannot get into the depth of God or the depth with God if you do not learn to obey His instructions. You cannot receive the best of Him if you do not listen and obey His instructions. Whether it looks like it, whether it doesn't look like it, just obey His instructions. God told Joshua and his men of war to go about the city of Jericho or the city once for six days right and on the seventh day he said to call the seven priests that will bear the seven trumpets you know and the ram horns and they will compass the city seven times and it says that the priests shall blow the trumpets and they shall blast the ram's horn right and they shall sound the trumpet and God gave the instruction that everyone, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the Bible says, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. Now, this is where we need to pay attention. In this walk with the Father, you must learn to pay attention to details. God is a God of details. I've realized that. Read through the scriptures. It would give them the specification. Do it this way. Build it this way. According to pattern. You cannot build according to your pattern. And expect the God kind of results. It doesn't work that way. Because when you are using your human sense. God has seen the end of it from the beginning. You are just seeing what you can see in the physical. And in the hidden wisdom of God is his power. In his instructions is where you receive the power that you need to make that change happen or for that change that you, you desire to happen. When God gives you an instruction, do not try to rationalize how to obey it. Imagine that Joshua said, you know what, let's just do the seven days, walk around it seven days. I believe it's the same thing. No, when God says 
A, it is A. You don't go adding B to it. You don't go adding C to it. You don't go removing B from it. You don't go removing A from it. It is how he says it. It is according to his pattern. So if God has said something to you, do it as he says you should do it. If he says post it at 3 p.m., don't say, um, well, it doesn't matter. I can post it at 2 p.m. No. If God says sow that seed, sow it. If God says leave that job, leave that job. But now, let me warn you ahead of time. People around you would, would even think that you are foolish. Trust me. They would say, are you thinking about it at all? How do you leave your job when you don't have another job waiting for you? So the instructions of God many times are, fu- are foolish to the human mind. And that's why whenever God gives you an instruction, don't go about trying to ask, oh, what do you think about the instruction God has given me? Step out and do what he has said you should do. Many times we are always looking for validation for the instructions that God has given to us. And that's where the problem problem is. Especially when you have people around you that are not people with the eyes of faith. That can say, God said, leave your job, leave it now. But if you have people around you that are always trying to do things themselves. They're always trying to control their own lives. They're always trying to be the one to do the things that they want to do. Regardless of what it looks like. They'll say, the one we see is better than the one that God is saying. No, you cannot live that kind of life. So I don't know what God has told you. I don't know what is even going on in your life. Maybe you are, dis- you, are, you are troubled, but the word says do not be distressed. Maybe you are perplexed, but the word says do not despair. Maybe you are cast down. You might be cast down, but you are not destroyed. Let the word of God be your anchor in this season. Attune your ears to the instructions of God in this season. And whatever he's saying you should do, do it. I want to encourage somebody today. Maybe you are you're experiencing some difficulties in your life. The Bible says, for a light affliction, which is but for a moment. What you are going through right now is temporal. Everything will be fine. God has an exceeding weight of glory prepared for you. It is but for a moment. You might feel like flesh is being dealt with right now. You might feel like things are just being pulled down. You might feel like things are just happening to you. That seemingly are just making you cry. Making you feel like, you know, the world is just, has just turned on you. But God is saying, even though all these things are happening on the outside, I am renewing your inward man. I am strengthening your inward man. I am giving you grace more than you can imagine. In the midst of everything going on, in that weakness of yours, where you just feel like everything just seems to be down, God is saying there is a lifting up for you. God is saying it is but for a moment. And to somebody else, God is saying, whatever I'm telling you to do in this season, do it. Many times it doesn't, and you know, even in that story that we read about Joshua and his men of war, and when he obeyed that instruction, the wall of Jericho fell flat. Sometimes you just wonder, how is going about the city 
and blowing the horn and the trumpet and shouting supposed to bring down a wall that is the mystery of the the opposite that we're talking about that god would tell you to do something you would expect you would expect god to give you an outright solution and just say you know what let the wall just fall or just go take some hammers and just hit the walls and they will just fall but god said go around the city six times six times and then on the seventh day or six days and on the seventh day tell them to blow the horn tell them to blow the trumpet tell the people to shout and the wall will fall flat trust me in this in our human mind imagine you heard that instruction you you just feel like god <laughs> how are we supposed to shout and the wall is supposed to fall flat it is called the foolishness of obedience hmm. that even if everybody feels you are foolish because you have heard what god has said to you because you know what god has said to you you do what he has said you rest knowing that his word is your assurance and i pray for you that no longer Will you be on a shallow level where your experience with God is concerned because of disobedience? But that God will give you the grace to begin to obey every instruction that he gives to you. And for you, maybe you are downcast. You, are, you have so many things going on. That the glory indeed will be revealed. That you will see beyond what is happening in the physical. That your eyes will be open to see what is going on in the realm of the spirit. I pray for everyone listening that you will trust the Lord. You will obey Him. You will rest in Him. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, we thank you. Thank you for your hidden wisdom. Mm. How be it we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom of God hallelujah the hidden wisdom of god father we thank you i pray for everyone that you would have access to the hidden wisdom of god where your life is concerned where ministry is concerned where destiny is concerned where your business is concerned where every aspect of your life is concerned in the name of jesus hallelujah thank you god for in jesus name we have prayed amen thank you so much for listening to the voice of one um do have an amazing time share this podcast with your friends with your family and let the word of god just spread to the nations of the world hallelujah have an amazing day bye